Previously on the Loyal Littles podcast... Chuck and Roxy, I never gave you a chance to use that Barry the Leap buzzer, but I'll give you a second chance here. Tim Kirchin said hello from out in Williamsport. I probably should have mentioned that during our conversation. Let's easery. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. <laughs> Back to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. <gasps> Hi, Hi, Ken. Ken. Welcome back <laughs> to the Loyal Littles podcast. I already did that, Ken. I know. <laughs> I'm just used to doing it. <sighs> All right. We're fresh back. I We're back. Sid's know. back. For those no. of you who didn't listen, we didn't. You know, tease you with the piano no, for nothing we this didn't. time. She's here yeah. in the studio. Ken's wearing the most ridiculous shirt you could ever imagine. He looks incredible. It's not ridiculous. It's amazing. I cannot <laughs> believe that Sid got him to wear yes. it. Yes. So let's dive right into that. We're going to start there. <laughs> I think even Uncle Tony went into the Barbie movie a little bit because mm-hmm. he had Anne Hornaday on reviewing it. And oh, stuff. nice. And yeah, so Sid came up with this brilliant idea for Roxy's birthday. Now it's, you know, about a month. <laughs> not, is it, no, it's not quite a month after. No. But well, she finally like got it weeks. worked out. No, because it's incredible. So we're going to let you take it away and explain what you did. Yeah. For Roxy It was here. so this much was fun. It was a great night. It was a fun afternoon. So I know Roxy really enjoyed the Barbie movie. It did. And Barbie in general. It seems like it seems like you just love Barbie. So Yeah. They have a Barbie cafe here in the city, and it's so fun. And you can, of course, everybody that goes wears their pink. And I was fortunate that she did not even know this existed. So No, I didn't. So basically, I told her, I picked a time for her to meet me and showed up to her with, I was wearing a pink dress, brought her a pink dress and some accessories, and we went to the Barbie cafe and then we went to see the Barbie movie after, which was both of our, it was our second time yes. for both of us. Yes. And we walked into the, the theater, Oh, yes. I'll let right? you go from here. Yes. Yeah. We walked into the theater and I was, you said, you're like, well, I think, you know, what we're here for now. And I'm like, oh, well, I thought, oh, we're seeing a movie. And then I was like, oh, we're in pink. We're seeing the Barbie movie. And she was like, yeah, but there's a special guest joining us and like around the corner. Hiding. <laughs> with in flowers. This, with flowers. With yes. flowers. And wearing this ridiculous shirt. No, it's it's actually a nice shirt. It's Chuck, actually very great. Yeah. But it's a it looks really good. It's pink and white stripes on one side. On one side. And, and the then other it's side? like Hawaiian shirt esque, like palm trees. If surfers. you play your cards right, Littles, maybe we'll post a picture on Twitter later. It's of, listen. Oh, there is a horse. Oh my gosh. There is a you horse. Just oh, there me. is one? She's like, oh, perfect. Po- like reaching <laughs> reaching at me in in studio. News Channel Twelve can see. She's like grabbing at me. <laughs> he jumped, yeah. I know why am I complaining, right, Littles? Um no, it's he looks good. You definitely have to post the picture of the two of you because you looked really cute together. Okay, we'll see. All right, so full disclosure, Littles, this is Friday night. We are fresh back from the movie theater. It's very late at night. We went to a late movie viewing of the Barbie movie, but we wanted to come right home. These two hot ladies have these pink sunglasses. (laughs) Uh I guess it's from the movie. I don't even know. (laughs) They're both wearing pink. I'm in this lovely shirt. That's all I'll say. Yes. And uh, I even tried to get a pink Red Sox hat to go with it. You did. Because actually I thought Roxy had one, but apparently you don't. So, no, I don't. Yeah. It's okay. It worked out really well. We surprised you. That was the oh, main, I was so surprised. The main the whole, idea. 
day was so much fun. The cafe was so cute. It was very the cute. The food was good. Yeah. Um, it was definitely like girl dinner. Yeah. So <laughs> it was cheese quesadillas and grilled cheese. French fries. Um, yeah, French fries. They All were the things really we good. both love. Now, yes. so my question though is what is this normal? I mean, is this going to stay the no, barbecue? No, it's like a pop-up. No, it's only, yeah, it's only there for a couple weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Because they've done other things like that in the city where they have like the friends cafe yeah right you know where they make it look like the set yep of friends and things like that i think yeah. they did a golden girls one they once, did. Yeah. uh stuff like that so okay i mean i guess should we get into the movie let's dive in because here's the I'm other so thing curious. we walked right home and they even Chuck said didn't something say a word. i didn't did say a word tell us anything no because no, on the way i was like oh do you want the whole review now so you can like <laughs> think of what you're going to say we're so curious about it. All right. Well, I'm curious because you said it was your second time yeah. for both of you. Yeah. And you said you both liked it better this time. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair I think enough. because there's so much to take in yes. that one time is just not enough. Oh, I think it's enough. I do. No, it's Kenneth. Okay. Kenneth. Oh. All right. Here's my other fears. I don't think ha- like 75% of our audience is going to get any of these things we're doing because doesn't matter they're just going to be really excited for me that chuck here yes went to see the barbie dressed movie. up yes. like Ken. for me with me okay absolutely Ended. okay <laughs> so here's the thing all right in all fairness not my type of movie okay right. not my I, thing i knew that now, going into okay it. but mainly i honestly and i think i said this in a previous podcast it's because i did not grow up with barbies and here's the mm-hmm. most puzzling thing to me i don't understand why I didn't grow up with Barbies. Right. Because I have four sisters. Yeah. Not to gentrify it like that, but I mean, I just don't under, I'm still very curious. Yeah. Luann, if you're listening to this podcast, how come you didn't have any Barbies? Mm -hmm. She had Raggedy Ann and Andy. I mean, she had a big, like life-size Raggedy Ann and Andy. I'm wondering if she even had Cabbage Patch dolls. I don't think she did. I had both of those. Yeah. So I don't know. But I think that's where, for me, the movie, I didn't connect with it like I should have because it's not a should have or shouldn't have well i just just mean like a lot of the references i didn't get Mm -hmm. now i did appreciate the nostalgia i really did and i really think it's hilarious how they brought into all these they incorporated like all the discontinued barbies and kens and stuff like that which i thought Uh some of those did they really have one where the breasts got bigger yeah So they're apparently little. For those of you that don't know, there's this. Of course, that's the Barbie he remembers from the movie. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) Well, come on. They made a big deal about it. So there's this. You lifted her arm and her boobs got bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Who thought that was a good idea? Adult or growing adult Barbie or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember the name. I just, I don't. Yeah. Then there was video Barbie where she literally had a TV. That was going to be my next one. I I remembered others, not just the one (laughs) that gets the boobs bigger. But yeah. And I love that line. Who would want this? Yeah. She's right. like, who would want this? Well, and I get that. There were a couple Kens, too. There was, yeah. yeah, there were a lot of, I mean, all the Kens, and then there was Alan. Well, who's Alan? See, that's another thing I he didn't was, get. I, continued. Not rem- yeah, I, I don't I remember, remember that. So he was like Ken's friend? Time. I don't know. I think that was before our time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's go back to the movie specific, mm-hmm. okay? Because how do you say her? America Ferrara? Is that how you say her name? America Ferrara? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Okay. I adore her. Me, too. Yeah. Now, Sid, I have to, did you ever watch Superstore? I did not. You need to watch no, at I least the first oh, couple yeah. seasons. Hilarious. Okay. Really hilarious. It kind of was the same situation where it kind of like starts pittering out. Yeah. And then she left mm-hmm. to do other things. Oh, okay. And it really went down. I mean, it yeah. was okay. We were just devoted watchers. So we right. still yeah. enjoyed it, but it, it just wasn't, wasn't the same. same. But so I adore her. So yeah. she kind of saved the movie for me. I got to be. She comes into the movie, I'd say halfway. Uh, maybe a little kind. bit before, I guess. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Because I enjoy her. I yeah. really like her stuff. And then there's. 
Rhea Perlman, right? Yes. How do you say her name? Okay. Yes. Danny DeVito's wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, she's also in it, and she's very good. Oh, yeah. Uh, she plays the woman who invented created. it. Created. Mm-hmm. Barbie. Yes. And there were some really touching moments with her. So I did really enjoy it. Now, shout out Shelby, okay, <laughs> who I thought, you think it was you, Sydney. You said I was going to be bawling at the end of this movie. I don't know if I actually meant that when I said that, oh, okay. but <laughs> I think I probably was. Well, this was funny. The other night. I said like, oh, watch. He'll, yeah, you know, in right. a way. I well, I wanted to bring this event up anyway because Eric Lonergan was in town. Yeah. We all got yeah. to hang with Eric again. So sure episode did. four was in town. Mm-hmm. He met us out for a cocktail or two yeah. and uh, we had a great time. So we were talking about the Barbie movie and Sid and I already had this planned. Yes. Okay. Right. Behind Roxy's back. Right. And so it Apparently. just came, how it came up. I don't even remember. But I was sitting there trashing it as much as I could because I wanted <laughs> you to think, like, there's no way I'm ever seeing this movie just to throw you off the scent. And I will say it was a very touching moment. And I did really appreciate that stuff. So the okay. end of the movie, the mo- I thought, yeah. like, the last 15 minutes mm-hmm. was decent. Okay. Other than that, I didn't really connect because I don't know any of those Barbies. Right. I didn't grow up with Barbies sure. and all that stuff. And it was kind of really far-fetched a little bit. But I mean, yes. But, but that's just me. But now, you but guys love it. So go. Go. I want... Yeah, I mean, nothing beats America Ferrera's monologue about what it's like to be a woman and the things that we go through. You have to be this, but not too much like this. You have to be that, but not this. Like, it's so true and it's so real. Like, that aspect and theme of the movie that I just really connected with that. I don't know. I also think Margot Robbie as Barbie was just so perfect. She reminded me of, um, I can't think of her name now, of course, the one, she's in a lot of Greg Garcia's TV shows. Oh. Of course, I'm blanking on the name, but that's who I thought it was at first, and I adore oh. her, too. So, actually, I liked her, too, uh-huh. and she was a great, yeah. what Barbie's supposed to be, what, what's her? She's stereotypical Stereotypical Barbie. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, um, and I like her journey, and the last line of the movie just is everything to me, I think. What was the, I don't remember. I'm here to see my gynecologist. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Blackout. I forgot about that. <laughs> I will say I appreciate the attention to detail because yeah. in that last big scene with Rhea, I noticed, okay, and I, I'm a very big attention to detail guy. Mm-hmm. She was wearing not high heels. She was wearing what are they called wedges. They're like high heels but not heels. You know, there aren't those? Oh, they were a little oh. higher. They're much, They were way high. Yeah. Now, are those called wedges? You yeah, have you where have there's no space between right. the heel and the toe. Right. Yeah, that's But it's wedge. like a high heel. Right. Yeah. Okay. I believe I had that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I noticed <laughs> that chuck. because now Littles, the reason I bring that up is because they make such a big deal because she's always in heels. But as soon as she started, this is not spoilers. It's been out for a month. Yeah. So as soon as she starts kind of becoming human, her feet get, she's flat. flat. Mm-hmm. She's flat feet. Her heels and are And she can't figure, yeah. she can't understand. At first mm-hmm. she can't even walk because yep. of it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, but then in the very last scene, she gets out of the car and they show that she's wearing sandals. Yes. Which was another big mm-hmm. little thing in the movie. Birkenstocks, I guess. You yeah. couldn't really tell, but I'm yeah. guessing that's what they were. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I appreciated that because that's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, I'm going to nail them on this. She's going to step out of that car and she's going to have high heels on and be like, well, that doesn't work. You know, blah, blah, blah. No, they did. They did. So. They thought of everything. All right, you go. Yeah. Sid, you didn't really say much. Well. It's tough because I have a lot of thoughts on it and we don't have that much time for all my thoughts. So I was sitting here going through my head of, oh, how do I narrow this down? But I think one of my biggest takeaways that I really enjoy about is also hearing everybody kind of take something different from it. Mm -hmm. And of course, for women, you really feel seen. And that's something, even just hearing from my sisters who are mothers, from different friends, everybody Mm. feels seen in different ways. And I'm curious if you give it maybe sleeping on it or kind of give it through tomorrow Uh because I am actually surprised that your takeaway is even related to not feeling connected to it because of 
the Barbie standpoint because I don't think I think there's so much more to it than that. So I'm uh-huh. curious if you kind of sleep yeah. on it. Well, when you yeah. just and said about the parents thing, that just resonated something because I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't even think about it that way. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a parent either, so that's part of it. Right. But yeah, right. and I don't have a little but girl. But it's like it's basically a movie about our life and our culture more than it is about Barbie. Barbie is just right. kind of the mask to make it, but I don't see, know, I maybe enjoyable by the masses and people who maybe don't see it for the deeper meaning that it has would still enjoy it. So maybe that's like a money, you know, no, I mean, money maybe driven just... situation. But like, I think it's a way to reach more people. They're masking these deep yeah. and controversial often themes and topics and kind of tying a pretty Barbie bow around it. Right. Yeah. And that's, I actually, I think that's maybe where the movie fails then because I, I now that I'm hearing what you're saying, mm-hmm. I agree. The story in mm-hmm. itself could mm-hmm. make for a great movie, I think, but mm-hmm. because they made it out to be this big Barbie, let's all wear pink and dress mm-hmm. up. And I don't know. I feel like that might go overlooked in a little bit because that's, I was concentrating on the Barbie themes. Right. You're right. right. I, I'm saying that already. Yeah. Perspective to hear. Yeah. Even with me just saying how I've everybody has taken away something different from right. it, so I even find it interesting hearing that mm. hearing your takeaway yeah. from it. Yeah, well, but I, I also feel like I didn't do my job. No, I mean, no, like, no, no, you no. Know? No, I mean you you get from it what you get from it. What's interesting to me after the first time I saw it, I was with some other friends, and they I guess we saw it here in New York City, and one of them, her brother or sister or some relative, went and saw it. They were in a different part of the country. And what was interesting was when we saw it here, the crowd, I mean, first of all, it was opening day. So the place was filled with people, filled with pink, and it was great. And there were a lot of reactions, vocal reactions, as we were watching the movie, mostly all positive things. But what was interesting, after we saw it, this girl, she got a text from whoever this other person was elsewhere who also saw it that day. And they said it was a really awkward situation because the audience was silent the entire movie. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, I mean, it's kind of interesting kind of going off of before when I said that different people who maybe have different views on these topics or don't understand these topics may not react the same way as Mm. someone like me, for instance, or us, but they might still go see it because it's, wrapped with this pretty Barbie bow around yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. And I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but right. it was really interesting, the whole, you know, I mean, the president's female, everyone mm-hmm. was female. Yeah. You know, everyone. Yeah, it was completely reversed from now. Now, <laughs> before we get out of here to get to our Meet the Littles guests, because oh. we need to tie a bow on this. I think I figured it out, but who is, so Littles, the last, sadly, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but our final game of the season for Broadway Show League, we had a guest player. Well, Nick Jonas was there. We're yeah. just going to blurt that out. He was there for, again for us. But then we had the music director of Parade, his mm-hmm. girlfriend, was yes. playing. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. And so we're just making idle chit chat. We're like, hey, are you in the business? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, what do you do? She's like, well, I'm an actress. I'm like, oh, cool. And are you involved in anything? She's like, well, I'm in the Barbie movie. Yeah. We were, we were like, like, what? what? Now, so she was one of the maids in that one section when they went to Ken's world, or it became Ken's world. Yeah, I mean, she was just, she was one of the Barbies. Yeah, but there's like a thousand Barbies in the movie. Well, and even if, you know what, you should go back and see it a second time. Oh, okay. Anyway, look at the time. We got to get to our meet the... Also, Ryan Gosling is amazing, and <laughs> no one no it. one can tell him that he was too old to play that role. He was no. absolutely spot on, perfect for that role, and I love him so much. Yeah, he was fine, I oh, guess. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah, yeah. Beach. 
Yeah. That's what he does. He beat. No, they were all they were all good. And what's the the one from Saturday Night Live? Oh, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. She was. Come she was on, great. I love her. Now, was there really a what was it? What was her title? Weird, weird Barbie. Weird, is, was there a weird Barbie? I mean, I feel like everyone who grew up playing with Barbies had a Barbie doll that they got made a that got yes. a little weird, oh, pretty much, because they yeah. played oh, a little too the way hard they described with it. it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Now it's a real I get thing. It. Okay. See, yeah. what I mean. I didn't. Yeah. See. Yeah. Okay. That makes All right. Sense. Cool. Yeah. Well, Littles. The ladies are here, so we've got much more to get into. Don't worry. Well, we haven't talked about The Bachelor. Is it Bachelor or Bachelorette? Bachelorette. Bachelorette. We have to get into that real quick because that's over. It is. We were going to talk about the other day, but we knew Sid was coming, and we didn't want to do any spoilers. So we're going to talk real quick about that, but we'll get to your emails as well. But don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with me. The Littles. You are listening to The Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Stop. episode by good friend of the podcast Norwegian soft kitten and this song is called release now this came with an email it says Chuck and Roxy in the three weeks since you last played us our number of monthly Spotify listeners has increased 12-fold while our single release has climbed to number one on a Canadian indie music chart and to number four on the British indie chart we can come to no conclusion other than being played on the Loyal Littles podcast has been an unfathomable boom to our listenership. And for that, we send you a hearty thank you and a massive la cheeserie. Well, that's just fantastic, guys. That's amazing. And we're happy to do it. And the other cool thing about Soft Kitten is the one band member, Glenn, he has two books over on Aaron'sBooks.com. I believe it's called Fading to Black and the other one is Waiting for Evening to Come. They're both over at aaronsbooks.com, and you know what to do when you get over there in the comments section. Use our code to get your discount if you want to get those books. Now, don't forget, if you want to follow Norwegian Soft Kitten, just head on over to Bandcamp or SoundCloud and search Norwegian Soft Kitten. They're on Twitter at NS underscore Kitten, Instagram at Norwegian Soft Kitten, and Facebook. Just search Norwegian Soft Kitten. And as always, though, the most important thing is we will play the full song, Release, at the end of the podcast. Roxy. Chuck. We were off air and we were trying to figure out how the heck we met 
or got in touch with this guy. Yeah. And, you know, it, it all came back to one person. Uh, yes. <laughs> we'll get into that in much. a second. But please welcome to the podcast, Mike Kubachek. Hey, Mike, how's it going? I'm good. How are you guys? We're fantastic. Yep. Now, we were trying to figure that out. I was like, how the heck did we find you? You know, yeah, was we were like messaging. Messaging, things like that. Times, and then what did you say? Well, the times that you have asked me if I want to be on, Claire has jumped in to say, you need to do it. Yeah. So. Claire, episode one. So it's all Claire's fault. Yeah. Claire's episode one. Did yeah. you know that? Uh, I didn't know that, but I know I'm going to be like episode 290. So what is that? Top well, maybe not quite 290, but Close. the pressure's on. Mm-hmm. That's all we're going to say. But. <laughs> You'll be fine. New listener, hopefully yes. Roxy, yes. to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to be gentle, okay. be as gentle as possible. But Mike, what <laughs> we like... Ease you into this world of <laughs> right. ours that we've made. <laughs> what we like to do is we like to ease you into it by letting you introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there. Tell us a little something about yourself. Oh, uh, I need to be led. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you grow uh, up? Where are you from? I'm from Annapolis, Maryland. Lived here since the age of five. Uh, that's, that was many, 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 many years ago, <laughs> and I've just stayed here. My parents were both from Hartford, Connecticut, and so when I was a kid, they subscribed to the Hartford Current. So I grew up reading that paper, and not our yeah. local paper here, mm-hmm. which that is how I became a Red Sox fan and a Hartford Whalers. Ah. <laughs> I grew up but in Connecticut, so I know Hartford pretty well. Didn't subscribe to that paper, but my dad's from Boston, so that makes me a Red Sox fan, of course, living in Yankee territory in Fairfield County. So, Unfortunately, they're not bragging right now. Right. Yeah, right. Right. (laughs) There's that. That's (laughs) very true. That's very true. (laughs) Now, did you go away to school or anything like that? Uh, Not too far. I went to the University of Maryland. Cool. Excellent. It's about 25 miles down the road. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm not very adventurous in my living. That's okay. (laughs) Annapolis is beautiful. Yeah. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've only been there once. Yeah. Didn't really get to do much, but it was just like a quick swing by. It's so pretty. Now, what was your major and stuff like that? Oh, I wasn't very good at majoring in anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I went there for a few years. Life got in the way. I did not graduate from there. Oh, okay. Uh, but I did get my AA from the local community college. Oh, Just because awesome. I felt like I should have something. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to do, to be honest with you. I just went because I thought I should. Right. Sure. And right. Uh, nothing really sparked for me. Yeah. And I just I just kind of fell into what I'm doing now because I saw a sign on a wall. Oh, okay. Wait, I love that. What are you doing now? Uh, I work in the post office. Wow. I delivered a mail. So cool. many questions. We've had one other little, at least one, that we remember off yeah. the top of our, I can't remember the name. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> but we Jack. had so many questions about the Postal Service. Oh, yeah. Now, was that literally just you saw a sign on the wall and you're like, yeah, I think I want to do this? Yeah. Uh, I was living in Columbia for six weeks waiting for a house to be ready. And there was a sign on the wall at the Columbia Post Office. Uh, want a career in post office? Send away for a postcard during between these two dates. And oh. so I did. And then I got that back. And then I had to send another thing in between another pair of dates. And I took a test. And then a year later, I got hired. Wow. And you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do like it. That's uh, great. It gets me out. I get to be among people. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be the guy downtown in the historic district down here. Oh, okay. And that I loved. Just, you know, because you just saw people every day. Yeah. And you got to talk to them. And I'd run into the governor, you know, or the mayor. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Things like that, you know, or the speaker of the house. I'd run into those guys. And they, you know, I got to know them a little. And they got to know me a little. And I moved from there a few years ago because I, the route opened up where that I live on. 
Oh, wow. Oh, oh awesome. that's fantastic. Much now, more convenient, I'm sure. Uh, we're sure no one, none of your bosses will hear this. So do you ever like in the middle of the day, like take an extra long, like half hour at your house to deliver that mail? <laughs> no. no I'm, <laughs> I'm an honest sort. Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. It must be convenient, though, if you forgot something. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Because I listen to stuff all day. And like if uh, I've got more than one Bluetooth speaker. Mm-hmm. So if one's not working, I was I can always just pop home and grab another one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Nice. Oh, Allows me to let my dog out. And right. Yep. Well, like speaking that. of dogs, now I was going into this with the other guy. I wish I could remember his name off the top of my head. I can't. <laughs> but do you have any special tricks? What's a good story you've had on a mail route? A good story I've had on a mail route. Like, do you carry dog treats? I've always wondered that. I don't because I've learned that they just love me for me anyway. First off. Yeah. But no, there was this dog uh, in one of the stores downtown and I'd walk in and he'd run over and I'd pet him and all that. And he was great. And then one day I had a treat on me and I gave it to him. And then after that, every time I walked in there, he'd run up to me and start nudging me with his nose. Hey, oh. where's my food? Where's my food? Where's my food? Mm-hmm. You know, and he didn't care about the love anymore. Yeah. Right. So, uh, right. so that taught me, no, no, just, uh, they can get their food at home. All right, now, from being from Annapolis, correct? Yes. Now, did you get up to chatter at all while that was there? No, that's one of my great laments. I always planned on it, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, part of it, too, is I'm not good in situations where there's a group of people and I don't know any of them mm-hmm. yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. people are great at that, and that's not me, so I tend to avoid gatherings. Gotcha. gotcha. So I just so... never got down there for any of those, and then right. they closed. Right. right. And not a Jingle Fest or Summer of Littles, anything like that? The one thing I ever did was one of the Summer of Littles, uh, I went up to Bob Walsh's house two or three years ago. Oh, oh nice. And uh, I just figured I'd go up there. For some reason, I decided to go to that one. Yeah. yeah. I went up there, and, and I have some friends that live in Cheshire. Okay. So I hung out with them for a day and did the thing and met, like, Lee Gordon. Met the sleeping in the dog bed lady. She was there with her guitar, so we got a live rendition of that I Like Sleeping in the Dog Dead jingle. Right. Oh. I forgot about that. I remember that year. Mm-hmm. So you were oh, there that's so that. cool. Yeah. That is very yeah. lucky, yeah, actually. I'm in the, yeah. I'm in the group photo with my Hartford Whalers shirt. Right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's excellent. Yeah. But you should think about going so, to a jingle fest. It's really, really fun. And even though there's a lot of people, it's good people. Yeah. I mean, if you survived yeah, Summer of Littles, you'll oh, be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you survived all the mosquitoes in Bob Walsh's yard. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but no, and, and it's now become a thing where it's, you know, there's all these different events. Yeah, like so Mingle you can Fest. even go to one and not all of them yeah, and I just kind of test Fest, the waters. You know, because that's just like, we're hanging out. Yeah. You know, there's not like right. anything really going on. Yeah. It's just a bunch of people hanging out at a bar. Yep. That have similar interests. Yeah. So it's an easy like icebreaker, I guess right. is what I would say. And let me tell you, I am not a little. I have never yeah. been a little. And right now I'm maybe fun size. That's what we call myself <laughs> now because of the podcast. But walking into a Jingle Fest for the first time, yeah, it was kind of overwhelming. I didn't know what to expect, but... To be honest with you, every single person there was so warm and so welcoming and made sure that Chuck and I were good, that we were happy, we were having oh, yeah. a good time. So yeah, it's a really, really fun time. Maybe maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, just like the Brooklyn Dodgers, there's always next year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, speaking of sports, we're going to get into that, but uh, we need to take a quick break, okay? So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with... Meet the Littles. 
This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Roxy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and we are lucky enough to have Mike Kubacek with us. We're learning all about him, but we were talking about sports real quick. Now, you kind of dropped in the first segment that you're a Red Sox fan, but is that your favorite sport? What's your favorite sport? What other teams do you follow? Stuff like that. Yeah, growing up, baseball was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. So any baseball game you could get, you know, back in the day, you know, in the Stone Ages before cable and all that, you only had like the game of the week. Right. You know, or Monday Night Baseball. And it was always a bonus if the Red Sox won. Yeah. But uh, yeah, baseball was it. Then football. Back then I watched everything. I've kind of dropped away from a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But baseball right. and football still. Now, are you a Patriots fan as well? or No, I have a soft spot for them because if you ask my mom, and I did a lot as a kid. Who's your favorite team? <laughs> she didn't care, but she would say the Patriots. Yeah. And she could name three players. She could name Jim Plunkett, Daryl Stingley, and some guy named Huey. That's mm. what she always said. Oh, Plunkett, yeah. Stingley, and Huey. Nice. Okay. Uh, nobody ever heard of. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> my dad was in the Navy, not the Naval Academy. I think that's why we ended up here in Annapolis right. oh, okay. later on. But he adopted the local teams, the Senators and the Redskins. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the Senators left when I was five. But he's real big into the Redskins, so I got my love of the Redskins from him. And so you still follow, what are they, the Commanders now? Is that yeah. what they're called? Uh, I just call them the Washington football team. Yeah, yeah. well, that's our favorite name, too. I like that one. Yeah. I think they yeah. should have stuck I with that. I think they should go back to that. Yeah. I mean, maybe they will. That's maybe what Tony thinks, to too. And speaking of Tony, now let's go into that. How did you become a little? How did you start listening to TK and stuff like that? Well, I used to read him in the, you know, the Post yeah. well before he had a radio show. And then when WTEM came along right around 1991, you know, I then heard that he had a radio show. And so I started listening to that. I listened to that station all day long because, it, you know, all sports all day. Yeah. That was right. great. So I remember the days of, uh, you know, Charlie Steiner banned from the Tony Kornheiser show, <laughs> you know, and not having athletes on. They took calls in the beginning, but yeah. eventually stopped taking calls because yeah. he didn't like dealing with that. And I just listened off and on. Like I would, li- I'd listen for a few years, and then I kind of like went away. Like I had no idea about the whole Washington Post radio years. But when he came back to WTEM, then I came back, and I just stuck with it. Yeah. You know, then when he went to podcast, I stuck with that. So I've been around for a while. Yeah. Cool. And PTI. Oh, I was just sorry. gonna say that. PTI. Yeah. Are you a Wilbon fan as well? <laughs> I don't watch PTI. Okay. Again, too many hours in the day, or sure. not enough hours in the day. Yeah. And uh, Wilbon fan, I don't dislike him, but he does seem sanctimonious at times. Hmm. <laughs> and so I, the only time I ever watch PTI is if it's on in a bar that I'm in. Ah, gotcha. Oh, okay. which, which actually happens a lot. It does. Oh, yeah. It does. Absolutely. <laughs> actually, funny story. Last year during the season, backstage, the crew had a TV a little like a iPad. Portable. Oh, I was to say portable TV. <laughs> no, I don't know where you're they going had an now. iPad <laughs> hanging up on the wall near the calling desk where the stage manager is. And what do you know? I'm coming off stage to go make a costume change, and I see Tony and Wilbon on the screen, and I'm like, no way! People are watching PTI back here. That's well, amazing. Just wait till this year when you get to show them the picture of you on the PTI. Yeah, set. right, right. Yeah, we got to visit PTI this year. It but was it was really so great. funny. They're on all the time at bars and apparently backstage at Radio City Music Hall. So those are the two places you would expect to see. Exactly. That. Exactly. Yeah. Backstage. <laughs> Maybe an orchestra pit. Who knows? I was like, wait a second. That's so fun. I should yell out uh, La Cheeserie this you year should. during tech and see if anybody well, shouts also, it back. Well, also, is it one of those things? Well, they must have wanted to be watching that, right? 
I would think so. There was no sound, though? There was no sound. See, that's but the weird part to me. I mean, it's like, the why crew, would they? They're always watching. It's football season, so they're always watching the football games. Right, but you know, I'm wondering about the, the week, highlights and things like that. I would definitely give it a shot. Yeah. I would definitely give a good lachiserie backstage and see what happens. And see what happens. <laughs> well, no. Well, do you do like high leg kicks, like when you're out there on the stage? Oh yeah. Right, with lachiserie on the sole of your shoe. Ooh. <gasps> oh. You could get in trouble for that, though. Maybe. I don't know if it's strategically yeah, placed. No one would I think see it. it would be fine. No one would see it. I it's would not know worth it's it. there, though. You would know it's there, but is it really worth <laughs> it? The possibility of getting in I trouble. I mean, that's no. I mean, that's true. The stage is so massive that yeah. nobody would really be able to see it from. They would maybe see something was seats. written on it, yeah. but they wouldn't have no idea yes. what it was. You know, I'm gonna think but about this. You, that's a good thought. There's got to be a way. You to would sneak know in. it. Yes, exactly. You would know it's there, and exactly. that's what's important. Maybe right. you could get Santa somehow to Ooh. say "Lachiserie" <gasps> during the show. You know, Merry Christmas and La Cheesery, you know, something Ooh, like that. Maybe. Roxy. Because we've I got might, some littles coming. To I see might the show. mess around with this. I might get fired, but well, that's okay. Well, first you got to find out. It might be worth it. You know what, though? I'm telling you, <laughs> if Santa happens to be a little, one of the Santas, if yeah. they happen to be a little, you might be able, because they, they get car blanche on far as, they do. as far are, as like. There are definitely well, moments where they can add they can improvise. whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you get somebody just doing a one and done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I doubt that, but no, but you know what I mean? You yeah. could maybe even if it's like the last show. Okay, the wheels are turning. I like this idea. Thank you, Mike, for inspiring me right now. Yes. <laughs> and maybe getting her fired. So we yep. could, thank thanks a lot. Yep. Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah. Good career, so I'm good. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the down the down swing. Is that what you're saying, Roxy? Maybe, I don't know. So maybe you'll uh Scream out Lachiserie. But no, I think if Santa did it, I think that would be That'd really be cool. so cool. Yeah. That'd be so cool. All right. Okay. Enough about life, me. Uh, <laughs> life goals. Is yeah. that what we call mm-hmm. this? So, mm-hmm. well, Mike, we can't thank you enough for coming out to meet the littles. Now we have some fun, dumb questions. We hope that's okay. Okay. Well, I'm the perfect person to ask dumb questions too. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> All right. What's one hidden talent you have that nobody else knows about? Uh, I don't know. I can juggle. Ooh. Oh, Okay. That's pretty good. That's a talent uh, for I, sure. I wish I could juggle. Me I've too. always, you know, I bought Roxy juggling balls <laughs> like five years ago <laughs> for Christmas, and I don't think they've ever come out of the tube. They have. I've tried. Really? My nephew has tried. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I've never seen you do it. Well, it's been a while. It's <laughs> just like you're running. It's been a while. I ran. Episode one seventy eight is not going to be happy. Oh, that's right. You did. I you, did. I ran four miles. You did. Without mm-hmm. me, but you Without did. Without you. Is that lifetime or just in one fell swoop? <laughs> Wait, the four miles? Oh, that was the yeah. one time. Well, actually, I have to oh, give okay. her props. She's not telling you the whole story. This was in between, what, like two or three classes workout and, classes that um, you teach. Private training yeah. sessions. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. it was... Yeah. I had an hour in between, and one of the other trainers was like, hey, come run with me. I said, okay, I'll try. <laughs> it was uh, Admiral. You know, it was... Uh, yeah. It was good. It was fun. I had a good time. All right, Roxy, what's next? All right, if you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Oh, Underdog. Oh. Oh, nice. fun. Did he fly? I think so. It's been so long since I've seen that. I but, feel like uh, he had a special power, but I can't remember what it was. Mm. Hmm. You know, yeah, it, I, I bring it up, and now I'm, I'm splanking on all the details of it. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> okay. Right. That's okay. You have fond memories of it for a reason, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, how about what reality show do you think you would be the best on? Is there a, a trivia-related sports you know, oh, reality trivia show? Oh, trivia reality show. I don't think so. Well, that could be like yeah. a game show. Yeah, that'd be a game show. Yeah, yeah I, I was. there was a show around here in high school called It's Academic. I was on that. Oh. oh. Okay. 
What was that about? That's you know, like the high school version of Jeopardy, Jeopardy or whatever. Yeah. Except, yeah. except for you didn't have answer what is? in the form of a question. Yeah, so right. Like right. High, yep. high schools competed against yep. each other. Yep. We had that. You know, on, we had on, that too. On yeah. TV. Yeah. Only the smart and, uh, kids were on that, so uh, <laughs> I wasn't on that. But. Well, yeah. Well, there were the three of us on the team were the valedictorian of my class, the salutatorian of my class, and me with my 2.8. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you do though? Well, we were leading after the first round, and then the wheels fell off. That's know, okay. And then we got it. But you know, it was an experience. Yeah, absolutely. But how did you get on the show? Yeah. Uh, how did I personally? Yeah, like, um, I mean, how did they decide who gets to go? I mean, I get Val Victoria. Uh, uh, well, there was, you know, I guess, the group with the advisor. I don't know. I somehow got into that. So I was like there the year before. And so I was known to the advisor. Okay. I see. Gotcha. Miss Boothby. And then, uh, and then the next year I was just on the team. Gotcha. My takeaway that I remember was that she was asking questions that the show had sent for practice. And I answered one of those because of an episode of the Brady Bunch. And you got it right, you know, I assume. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was the one about who was it that colluded with uh, Benedict Arnold when he was uh, being a traitor to the country. And, of course, if you watch the Brady Bunch, you know it's Major Andre. Ah. <laughs> Peter, right? Peter knew that, right? Yes. I thought that was going to be yeah. the question. I was like, oh, I know the answer. It's Peter. Right. I'm like, oh, no, you want the real answer. Okay. No. Yeah. That's funny. All right. What's all right, next, next one. What do you think is the greatest invention of all time? For me, I guess, the iPod, I guess, just mm. allows me to, you know, because I love listening to music. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, in fact, I used to be a concert taper. That was Wait. one of my hidden talents. What is that? What's that? Uh, well, you know, you go to a Grateful Dead show and you see all the guys with the, the mic stands up in the air and the microphones uh-huh. taping the show. Oh, uh, oh that I was, see. That was, except for I started doing it when with bands that were not taper friendly. So I had to, had to stealth tape it and uh, get those that way. Gotcha. And then, uh, and then okay. I, slow, I slowly ingratiated myself into the open taping scene. Oh, gotcha. nice. so you, can, Excellent. you can find some of my recordings online if you search for Kubitschek and oh, wow. stuff like that. Cool. Okay. Well, we'll have to plug that in a few yeah, seconds. Yeah, definitely. All right. If you could squirt any condiment <laughs> from your finger, what would it be? Squirt like a superpower? Yeah. yeah. Like, you mean like Ultraman, like shooting out the uh, flames and stuff like that? Yeah, but that's that not a condiment. But I you have know, a like, condiment, condiment. Oh, yeah, yeah, always but, but, at your fingertips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite condiment, I guess, is mustard. Okay. Ooh, what kind? Yellow, brown, spicy brown, Dijon? I guess Dijon, but it really doesn't matter. I, I just like mustard. I, okay. I prefer that on French fries and stuff like that. On French not fries? A ketchup dude. Okay. Yeah, not a ketchup guy. Not, okay. a, not a mayonnaise guy. Yeah. So what do you put mustard. on your hot dog? Mustard. Just Any, mustard. Just mustard? Relish? Anything? Onion? Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, uh, relish. Okay. But, I mean, is relish actually a condiment? Ah, uh, that's I, a good question. Yeah, of course it is. I, think I don't. So. I mean, it probably is, but uh, yeah, I just when I think of condiments, I'm thinking of mayonnaise, mm-hmm. ketchup, mustard. Mm-hmm. No, no I, I'd say relish is a condiment. Okay, sure. I'm gonna go deep a little bit here Uh-oh. for a second. Here we go. <laughs> because I also like mustard and relish on my hot dogs, and it's always yellow mustard and sweet relish. But anyway, that's besides the point. I always put the mustard on one side and the relish on the other, so they don't touch. Do you care or uh, do you separate them? Uh, I do not care. I figure they're going to uh, mix eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So you mouth. might as well mix them right away. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I it's put the mustard on first, <laughs> zigzaggy down on the hot dog. And oh, then in the I middle? Put mm-hmm. the relish. It's going to happen at some point during the process. Yes, yeah, absolutely. True, exactly. true. So. Very true. All right, one more, Roxy. 
If you could host Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? Oh, the band Luna. Luna. Hmm. Not familiar. Who is that? Uh, Dean Wareham, Britta Phillips, Sean Eden, and Lee Wall. Dean was in a band called Galaxy 500, Mm -hmm. and they were actually from Boston um, in the late 80s, early 90s, and then that band ended and Dean started Luna. Okay. You know, the music speaks to me. In fact, I'm going up to New York uh, next week to see them. Oh, amazing. I can't go to La Cheeserie Night in Syracuse. So they're playing here uh, on Tuesday? Playing, well, they're playing the 7th, 8th, and 9th at the Bowery Ballroom. Oh, okay. But I look, I actually looked into, because the Lachie's Green Night's on the 5th, yeah. and that's what the day I'm going to New York, and I already have my train tickets. Yeah. And I was looking into, well, maybe I could take a train to Syracuse, you know, and then go back to New York the next day. Uh, and then I looked into it, and while it takes about two and a half hours to get from here to New York, it then takes like another six or seven yeah. to get to Syracuse, so it was far. not going to work. All right, cool. cool. Let's let's uh, end with some rapid fire. Uh, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek original. Ah. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Uh, crunchy. Cups up or down in the cupboard? Cups up or down? Let me look. <laughs> uh, down. down. All right. All right. I think I might know this one, but just in case, Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family? Yeah, Brady Bunch. Okay, that's what I figured. Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny? Uh, at this point, not funny. Oh, really? Oh. Okay. You agree with episode one. Yeah, no wonder she wanted you on this. Was this a setup? Was this a setup? Claire, Claire, did you know? She knew. That's the whole reason you're on this podcast today, I think. (laughs) The first three million times you hear a joke, it's funny. And then that three million in first time, it's less so. Okay. Okay, well, three million, that's a good run. I still think we were set up, Roxy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> by episode one. But that's okay. It's Amazing. okay. Not everyone's going to like them. Amazing. You know? It's okay. All right. Well, Mike, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. Now, how can we uh, find you? Are you on social media? If you wanted to be gotten in touch with, how can people find you? On Facebook in the Kornheiser groups. You know, okay. Just Mike Kubitschek. Find me that way. Um, okay. Excellent. Now, did you say uh, that you also had a YouTube videos or something? Well, I do. Uh, just from like concert videos that I've shot. Nothing, nothing special. Yeah. Well, um, people might want to look I know, at that sounds kind of cool, actually. And support but, you, you know, yeah. Who knows? I'll check them out, yeah. and then I'll let mm-hmm. people know. Be yeah. Like, no, these suck. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. The, the easy way to find me anywhere is just Kubitschek. Okay, you know, that's, gotcha. That's where I am everywhere. Yep. Cool. And we'll put that in the show notes for you. Yep. All right, and as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? I am not a Philistine. It's over. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say, I don't use it at all. I I thought that was coming, honestly, but I'm glad that's not the case. Although there's been a lot of bidet talk lately right, true. on the podcast, that's so true. it's possible now. I never even would have thought about that. Where do you land on the bidet situation? Are you okay on a bidet? Yeah, I wouldn't mind it, but I don't know that it completely abrogates the need yeah. for toilet paper. It just I see that more as a, as a supplement. Okay. Thank you. That's okay. exactly how I feel. Fair. I just can't. Who was it? I forget who it was that he had the dryer with it and everything. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, we don't need it at all. And I'm like, eh, I think <laughs> I'm still going to do a spot check. Sorry. What that's happens just me. if it like malfunctions and doesn't? Well, that's true, too. You, you need know. to have some there just in case. <laughs> and for the guests, if they Wait, don't, you know what I'm saying, though? I just I don't feel right. Just using somebody else's bidet. No. Well, oh. there's that. But then which is weird. We've been down that road, too. But yeah. anyway, this Time Wait, for another time. We got to let him catch up with the podcast yeah, first, then he sure. can join Wait, in the conversation on all this. So. Wait, I'm trying. I'm trying to catch up to you. You're telling me there's such thing as an ass dryer? Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. There's a bidet. There is. They now come with like a dryer. Yeah. For your ass, as you put it. <laughs> and oh, then okay. so this guy literally just does the bidet, dries his ass, pulls his pants up. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Okay. Well, I bet that guy's his mother's proud of him. You know? <laughs> the guy that invented the ass dryer. <laughs> well, is that now your the greatest invention of all time? And do you want to change your answer now from an iPad to? Uh, no. Okay. No, all right. I'll stick with the iPod. Great. iPod. Great. All right. Great. We'll stick with the iPod. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Mike, for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate the time. All right. Thank you. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Shane Hicks, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and thank you, Mike, for coming on to Meet the Littles. Always a good time, Roxy. Always. As always. All right, and we didn't really have time in the first segment to do our normal save the dates and everything. We have a big thank you, Roxy. Yes, Roxy got a little treat in the mail. But first of all, save the dates. September 1st, Adam Ferrara, Bethesda, Maryland, Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. Don't forget to get your tickets for that. September 5th, La Cheeserie Night. Just go to lachiserie.com for all your information. Everything's there. That's all you have to do is go there. Yes. And then Bill Scudere. Did I say that right? Yes. I still want to sometimes say Scudier. I don't know, (laughs) but Scudere. Okay. Uh, He wrote me an email. Remember the last episode, I read his email, but I left the the last paragraph off because he said he wanted to do something nice for us because of my, the great episode we produced. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, come on, you don't have to do that. But you know, he's like, I didn't know what to get until I heard Roxy say and find out Roxy's love for pasta. Ooh, yeah. So I was like, oh, interesting. So he sent us (laughs) uh, sauce. Pasta sauce. sauce. Jars of pasta sauce. Yes. So for Roxy to experiment on all her pasta. Uh, Sid, what's your favorite pasta? Ooh. I wasn't ready for that one. I know. I love when I throw them (laughs) curveballs when they don't know. Oh, pasta. You like like it all? I do. Well, you'll have to come back. Well, that's kind of what I said. Because you can have a different kind of pasta every night for a year. Right. And not have the same thing twice. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. It's like it's so versatile. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to. And so tasty. Yeah. They Ooh. look delicious. I can't I wait. Pasta. I'm so excited yeah, yeah, to make all the pasta. So, Bill, yeah. totally not thank necessary, you. but thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Real quick, before we get to the emails, we have to get to The Bachelor. I'm going to say my quick little piece, and then I'm going to turn <laughs> it over to you. Well, no, because I still don't get it. I still don't get it. And then I have a little factoid for the end that okay. I'm going to say. Okay. Bachelor. Okay. So, in all full disclosure, Chuck here watched probably the first episode. And the last episode. No, I watched one in the middle, I think. Like three episodes, four episodes in. Okay. And then I watched the finale. Now, when I say watched, it was me like editing the podcast. And peeking up. And then peeking up. Yeah. Kind of watching mm-hmm. the last episode. Okay. The first mm-hmm. one I'd like to think I watched because I was so angry when that schmuck was still there. Because <laughs> he was kind of a schmuck in the first episode. Was he? I don't remember. Yeah. I did He's not like him. talking about Joey. I did not like him. And I can't even believe I'm having this conversation. But, okay, so I didn't <laughs> like it. him. And then he's there in the end. Fine, fine, whatever. Okay. Are and you then, sure you weren't thinking about Brendan? I, like, I'm going to know their names? Brandon? Like, Brandon? I don't remember Braden? these people. No, Brayden. Brayden. Okay, well, there were some cuckoos there. But, I mean, this was one of the guys. He was just, I just didn't really like him. Anyway. So, all right, you know what? I'm going to pause there, and then I'm going to come back. Okay. And then, because I know Roxy knows what I'm getting at. Yeah. Okay, now maybe I'm just old-fashioned, and I'm like 80. <laughs> but, so, take it away, lady. Did you, Sid, you're caught up. You saw it. I did, yes. Do you agree with the decision? I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Out of the two. Okay. I do, because did you guys know that he didn't even submit himself? So, Dotton 
is unlike anyone from the Bachelor franchise that basically he got on the show because his friend had to back out at the last minute Maybe oh, like I didn't two know weeks that. before. Yeah. <gasps> so then the producers asked if they knew somebody. What? And the friend recommended him. And it makes complete sense because wow. if you watch the whole season, he really is different than yeah, anyone that's is. ever been on the show. Mm-hmm. So that really tracks. Yeah. Okay. So that just, I don't, I got to be honest. I'm, I'm believing you because yeah. I'm sure you read it somewhere. But to me, that's like no way. Because they cut hundreds of people, I'm sure. Yeah. And there was probably a couple, at least on the fence, that they were like, oh, we'd really love to have mom, but we don't have room, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, but, but they like to do different, okay. interesting yeah. things. Yeah, Fair enough. It was pretty last yeah. minute. And he even says on the show, in one of the, one of the last few episodes, he says to her that he didn't know anything what happened. He didn't know anything ha- that happened and didn't realize that it ended with an engagement. Yeah. And, but in a very genuine way. Right. I know somebody could be sitting here saying, Lisa, Come on, where have you been for the TV, last 20 years? But yeah, right, right. where he really oh, is I'm getting different. there. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting there. Yeah, I mean, so I this was the first season that I actually kind of teared up when she broke Same. up with Joey. Yes. And because I liked him, and I liked the two of them together so much, so I kind of can understand why she was so torn right. between the two. But I ultimately think she was meant to be with Dotton. And Joey is the next Bachelor, yeah. so that'll be Worked fun. Well. I'm gonna watch it. Okay. Um, Fair but enough. yeah, I, so you I like, definitely you, you teared like up a little too. bit. I did too. I'm I have fine never with the cried outcome. from that show, and I teared up too. Yeah, it was an emotional. I'm curious though about okay. her family. Her mother was definitely. I mean, the whole family was definitely more. It seemed like Team Joey than Team Dotton when they met them. Right. But I also. Yeah, have but they to all rem- said as long as you're happy. That's yeah, all but I also yeah. have to remember it's. A lot of the editing. They edit and manipulate however they want the show, the production. So, yeah, I mean. Speaking of the editing, mm -hmm. what's it called? The fantasy suite? Yeah. Now, we're all just assuming we know what goes on in there, right? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't always happen, and there have been contestants and leads in the past that have said, look, nothing happened in that way. This was actually meant for, okay. you All know. Right. So there Wait, have I'm been confused. times, What do you think happens in the fantasy suite show? <laughs> okay, so, all right. No, but but let's take that out of, let's, let's take that out of the picture. No, seriously, let's take that out of the picture. Because okay. I watched the finale, mm-hmm. sort of, with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's sitting there going, oh, this is so, because I'm definitely in love with you. I'm in love with you. Yeah, she said, uh, she told both Joey, of them that she, she was in right. love with them. You're in love yeah. with him. Okay, so then... Again, I'm sure it wasn't 30 seconds after, mm-hmm. but even if it's an hour, even if it's the day after, mm-hmm. the next guy walks up and you're like, yeah, I'll marry you. Even though you said, I'm in love with another guy. Right. That can't be healthy. No, not at all. You no, know what I mean? And ultimately, not. no, it's definitely it's not. not. I just don't get that. How is that? Yeah. Even? I think if they're smart, they'll go home and they'll go through some therapy and right. do things to kind of get back to the sense of reality of... I am with one person, and I am in love with one person. Okay. So, and sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't, and those sometimes those. Don't Speaking last. of, let's put a bow on this because we gotta get to the emails. Okay. Okay. But there have been 27 seasons of The Bachelor uh-huh. with five couples yes. still together. Yes. Five. That yes. tracks. The Bachelorette has had 19 seasons plus one with two leads, mm-hmm. and four couples are still together. Yes. The two franchises have a combined success rate of 19%. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's Why are people sense. watching this crap? I don't understand. It's I, because it's bad a, TV. It's that guilty you, pleasure, yeah. and it's 
kind but, of addictive and all right so more importantly why would people go on speaking of at the finale they had this is the big hook this year was they had random con- people in the audience like one of them's gonna be on the bachelor which wasn't really random these were people right i'm I sure they were scammed applied right. and they right. they were okay that's my why would you do and they were invited to go besides that you're gonna get i guess stardom from it and you're gonna Essentially, get like that's exactly yeah. why you're gonna get people commercials endorsements yeah. things mm-hmm. like that out of it i guess but mm-hmm. Why would you go on this show to, quote, find your, you know, true I love? will say that there are a lot of couples within the franchise that didn't necessarily meet on a Bachelor or Bachelorette season, but they were a part of separate seasons and then met through other ways. Now, there's also Bachelor in Paradise. There's a, co- a few couples that, yeah. you know, but yeah. yeah, I mean, just through the world of Bachelor Nation, they get have get togethers and they meet each other that way, too. So, OK, um, well, yeah. all right. Now, Sid, you're not caught up on our podcast. You're like an episode or two behind. You yes, said. Okay. I'm a week behind. Could you pull out your phone for me? Yes. And go to your emails. Okay. Just on the front page. How many unread emails do you have? <gasps> how dare you? <laughs> Wait, how many? How many do you have? On Be my honest. personal email. Pers- not your work. Well. No, I'm going to go with personal. Okay, yeah. personal. 223,780. <gasps> Wait, 223,000? <laughs> <laughs> 223,000. Well, you know what? There's a little that has more than you. Yes. Yeah. There was one with 500 and like 18,000. Oh, something, eight, something like, like that. that. 800. I get a lot of wait, wait. junk emails. Wait, 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 wait. So I basically wait. look oh my God. for the arrow Littles. that lets me know it's a legit email. We might have to push the emails off. We can't, but all right, we're going to have a conversation off air about this. What was the first number? 200 and what? 223. I was so excited because I'm like, oh, we'll have a winner. Like yeah. 223. 223,000. What's the next one? 780. Oh, I was going to say we could do two prizes, but we don't well, have a 780. Well, I have 192. All right, 192. And what was your first? 223. 223. Oh, you have 192,000 on yours? No, just 192. Oh, this has okay. been an ongoing okay. thing. You said 192, right? Yes. Okay, we'll look those up. Maybe we'll get some prizes. <laughs> I've just got a lot of prizes to hand out. I'm feeling in a generous mood, but... I know. Wow. 192. Oh, who is it? You look him up. Dean Ricken. Dean Ricken from New York City, I think. <laughs> Pretty sure he lives on the east side. Okay. Oh, my goodness. And I'm sure you'll look yes. up 223. 223 is Jason Massapust. Jason Massapust. All right. I'll write, Congratulations. I'll, I'll jot those down. I'll, uh, if I have their addresses, I'll try to I'll get a little something something. Yeah. Yay. 223,000? Here's the thing, because it's one of those where this is, I have had this account for 20 years, yeah, probably. Yeah, I get that. And yeah. I somehow get so much junk, junk email. Oh, absolutely. Right. And I've gone through phases every once in a while where I'll do a cleanup and even think that I've unsubscribed right. yeah, from yep, everything. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. And I still haven't, so it really has just become something that... You can't get control I look, of. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. I look at my email every day. Mm-hmm. and. But aren't so you afraid I, you're going to miss something important? Yes, but I, with Gmail, you know how you'll see the kind of an arrow that lets you know this is more of like a legitimate oh, right. email? Okay. That's yeah. usually what I'll look for. And okay. I check it so often. This is going right. to sound ridiculous, but I check it so often that I, I can even see the last important one I checked and mm-hmm. then the junk in between, if, if that makes any sense. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're still gonna have words off air, but okay. okay. Wow, that makes my Both. head explode. <laughs> makes my head explode. Okay, Tony Beeson, episode nine. I have zero unread emails. I am beginning to suspect that this places me in the minority. It also says something about my psychological makeup. <laughs> Tim Cree, one hundred and seven. Free kick after fair catch. Remember we 
That yeah. was our need to know fact uh-huh. last time. Are you a football person? Yeah. Did you know that there's a rule in the NFL that after a kickoff, if the other team takes a fair catch, they can, on the next play, try to kick a field goal without the other team blocking it. They have that option. I did not know that. Right. It's weird, right? Well, because it's hardly ever going to happen because most kickoffs go all the way down to the other. You're not going to try to kick. Right. With, you know, anyway. He says, free kick after the catch. Last time I saw one of those was 40 years ago when the Broncos were at New England. It was right before the half, I think. The kicker's name was Fred Steinfurt. And he didn't make it close. I don't remember how far it was, but it was a mile away for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. Right. I... All right. And then we, you know, I went into all my doctor stuff. Now, I think most people obviously know what I went through. And I'm going through other stuff, too. But anyway, we heard from John Miller, episode TBD. He says, welcome to the age when you need a colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> of the three parts of the procedure, not eating for hours is the worst part. Mm. The meal afterwards is always the best. Then he says, using your iPhone for medical portals is useless. I use my laptop for all medical portals. It's much easier. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to go back into this, but I'm sorry, though, when you get an email on your phone and it says click here, so I click there, that's how this all happens. <laughs> you also get it on your computer where it no, says I know, click but, here, and so but, you can click here and go no, there. No, I know that, but if you're on the run, you're not sure. at your laptop. Sure, And it's uh, Well, the other thing that really pissed me off, but again, I'm not going to get into this, is <laughs> I kid you not, there was one day where... It was like 45 minutes later, and I got another email that says, you must confirm. You must click here. And you had already done it. No, I hadn't done it yet. But I'm like, I just got this other email. I got another email 45 minutes later. I was like, calm the heck down, man. (laughs) All right. Then we heard from Michelle Pendleton, episode 45. She says, I'm playing catch up, but definitely get the colonoscopy. (laughs) Now, do I listen to the most recent pod to find out what's going on, or do I keep playing catch up? Well, I don't know. That's up to you, I guess. That's up to you, yeah. Yeah. Either way. Choose your own adventure. I know, right? (laughs) Love those books. All right. Then we hear from Dave Cleary. The best part for me is the two to three second buzz when the IV starts. Gives you an appreciation of how junkies become junkies. What? I get, well, here's the, I had an IV, but is that what put me to, I don't even know. The buzzer? There's a buzzer? No, no, the buzz, the buzz. The buzz, right. He's he's basically saying going under is a. Yeah, yeah, like getting high. Let's not encourage that though. Something, sure. You've got the next one, Roxy? Yeah. This is from Rick Franzosa, episode 252. Chuck, you claim to be a paisan, but you <laughs> pronounce Robert Lagosha's name Logia? It's Loja. Rhymes with Ambrosia. Oh. Do cool on episode one and I need to revoke your Italian card? Hey, you ooh. have been warned. Hey, ugas. Ugas. That's <laughs> what I'm going to say. All right. I don't even know really what that means, but my dad used to say it every time he'd hit his hand with a hammer or something, so it's got to be good. All right. <laughs> then we heard Steve Osbolt, episode two. He says, I used to feel the way you do about the trophies and all, but as I've gotten older, I've realized that you need to celebrate every success, no matter how small. Since life is about overcoming failures daily, I would want the kids to feel and remember the success to help them through the hard times. Mm. All right. I'm still a little bit bent on all of that. Yeah, you're a little skeptical. No, I get it. And I I agree with his sentiment. I do. Yes. But, yeah. We want to teach kids to celebrate their successes, even like the little ones. The little ones. But I just don't know. I just just don't know if that's the best way to. Yeah. I would say take them to get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, exactly. what happened to those get a, days? Get them sprinkles, extra yeah, sprinkles. Right. Ooh, yeah, right. Then we heard from Bob, episode 222. Great number. Uh-huh. Hey, Chuck and Roxy, I'm heading to New York, New Jersey this weekend, going to Flushing on Saturday tonight. 
August 26th to see the Angels versus Mets. Uh, basically, he was seeing if we wanted to tag along. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, I stuff, work yeah. and stuff. Right. And yeah. Anyway. Uh, he said, I've also been thinking about writing you an email comparing living in the DMV versus New Jersey. Now, Sid might want to oh. hear this. Uh, as I know from recent pods, you have been mulling over a move, and I have lots of familiarity with both. I know Roxy is down on New Jersey, and actually I can't blame her <laughs> if the areas are the ones nearest the city in North Jersey. However, I think I can make a compelling case for the Jersey Shore, the part nearest New York City, if you're interested. One quick thing is only live there if you guys need to because of the need to be working in New York City. If not, I'd say to move to D.C. Mm -hmm. Let me know and I'll do my best to point out some features and downsides about living at the Jersey Shore. La Cheeserie, Bob, episode 222. Yes. So now... Yeah, Roxy. Yes, yeah. We would, Bob. We would love to hear those. Uh, the good New Jersey. The parts. good New Jersey parts. Sid doesn't yeah. want us to move that far away. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. <laughs> All right, Roxy. You got one more, right? Yeah. This is from Thomas Kettler, episode TBD. Right in Chuck's wheelhouse, Talbot County Fair in July has a watermelon eating contest. I have participated the last two years. Finished out of the ribbons, but free piece of watermelon. Good stuff. Talbot County on eastern shore of Maryland on the way to Mr. Tony's home in Delaware. Thomas Kettler. Okay, I'm curious. Can we get a follow-up? What's the contest? What entails? Like how many, you know, is it? How many watermelons do you have to eat? Are they cubed or are they like you're eating it? Slices or slices? Yeah, I want to know all the details on that because I think I'd kick ass in that. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. And then the honor of the podcast. Yes. Sid, let's hear it. Okay. Dear Choxy. Back on the email issue, if only there was a way to have like a thrift shop or a pay nothing for unwanted emails. It doesn't have to be just spam emails, mind you. How about emails from work that you simply were copied on and have no reason for them? You could just post them on the pay nothing site and someone could pull the email down and do what they want with them. They own them. They can delete them, reply to them, whatever. I like that. I just got two emails this morning. That's you have 230-some thousand. Exactly. I just got two emails this morning that I simply don't want. They were addressed to me, but I felt they were mean and unwarranted. (gasps) I would like to post them to the pay nothing site and let someone tell this dude where to stick it. (laughs) I'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) Since the reply wouldn't come from me, it wouldn't be an HR issue. There you go. Oh, true. That's true. A completely unrelated note. Did you ever know anyone that saved TV guides? This fascinates me because unlike magazines like National Geographic or Playboy, the information becomes stale over time. Who is opening up a TV guide from 1988 to find out what is on (laughs) at 8 o'clock on ABC? I would. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, why did the poor dog chase his tail? Why did the poor dog chase his tail? To get around? (laughs) Because he was trying to make ends meet. Oh, man, I'm never going to get any of these. It's a good one. On the first try. That's good. Still waiting on the Roxy running update. (laughs) Episode 178, ABTHS, in parentheses, it's our secret. (laughs) We will not do better the next time. (laughs) All right. Thank you, 178. Oh, my gosh. We'll uh, get to that at another time, (laughs) the running update. (laughs) Yeah. I did get more shoes, though. I was going to say, there's some nice new shoes over here. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but those are for walking. Yes. I wonder what would happen if you ran in them, but... I'd now, probably be fine. Side note, I loved the TV Guide crossword puzzle. Oh, me too. Yeah, that, that was, was my, my first thought when I read it. I yeah. thought about the crossword puzzle. I would puzzle. do the cheers and jeers, and then I would skip yeah, I li- over. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the cheers and jeers, too. I would go to the horoscopes. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. And not that I, you know, follow that a lot, but once in a while I like to read it. And then the crossword. And speaking of buy nothing, Chuck had a major score last couple days. You but did. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll talk to that. We got to get out of here. We'll do that on the next episode, maybe. And actually, well, let's see if they work first. Maybe they'll be used for the next episode. Oh, maybe they'll be used oh, for the next episode. Everyone's going to think they're microphones. They're not. Thank you, Sydney, for coming on. Thank yes. you for an amazing evening. Thanks for yes. Me. That oh was really sweet. Uh, I had so much fun, and everything was such a nice surprise. Yeah. And to hear great. like how it all came together <laughs> yeah. was really fun. We had fun. And, Chuck, thank you truly for being <laughs> a great sport. I mean, I personally think it's, this shirt is great. Look, it is a nice too, shirt. Yeah. I have to say, it is a very nice shirt. It's very comfortable. It's, it's very silky. It's a good bowling shirt. It, it is a good bowling yeah, shirt. Oh, I, I squeaked when I said that. I yeah, got really I, excited about that. What about my Charlie Brown shirt? I know. All right, we'll figure it out. We got to get... <laughs> We gotta get bowling shirts we this do. year anyway. So yeah. anyway, all right, Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything you need is over there. That's all you have to do. And don't forget, if you do listen to us on Apple and iTunes, don't forget to head over there and give us a nice rate and review. It really does help, and we really, really, really appreciate it. Roxy, what else do we need to tell them? They need a book. Go to Aaron'sbooks.com. And if you need self-care. Always down for self-care. <laughs> well, we can get you a 20% off. Yeah, modernselfcare.us. But the most important thing about all of this is you got to remember to use the code. Bye, Barbie. You're telling me there's such thing as an ass dryer? Just that I was a fool to be 
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Because his friend had to back out at the last minute. Oh, yeah.